Hello and welcome everyone to episode 52 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rolone, and I'm joined by co-host Robert Garcia. If you're new to the show, we are the podcast that discusses the latest gaming news. Rob, this is the 52nd episode, which means this is our one-year anniversary of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. How do you feel? Right? We deserve it. a round of applause here. Couldn't have done it without you and obviously everyone that listens, right? Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm glad that we did this, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it'd be weird if we didn't do the podcast now. At this point, it's like at this point, life. yeah. But it's it's this, like we've been doing this consecutively for fifty fifty two weeks. Like it's crazy. We didn't um, miss a single one. Not a we didn't single, miss a single one. one. I thought we were gonna miss one or two, but we we kept going. We we're good. So yeah, thank you guys for continuing to support us and continuing to listening to us banter and and talk about video games and just having a good time with us. So thank you for that. Uh, Rob, what have you been playing this week? You know what I've been playing. Come on. Come on. You got to tell the audience. Uh, League of Legends. I've been on a League of Legends kick the past couple of uh, weeks just because. Kick is an is. understatement. You are like on crack. <laughs> I don't know if I'm cr- on crack with it, but it's with a game that has my attention right now compared to other games. Hmm, that's fair. I haven't really been playing much. I, 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 so I'm in this weird state right now where I don't know if you've ever been in this kind of situation where you feel like you don't want to play games. Is that weird? Like you, you, you're just like, I just don't want to put in the time and resources to just put like sit down and play a game. Is it because you're not excited about the games you have? Is that probably what it is? Maybe that's what it is. You might like, for example... Elden Ring, when that comes out, you probably are gonna be like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I want to play that." Yeah. And when Legends Arceus comes out, you're gonna want to play that. Uh, Zero or sorry, Forbidden West. Right. I think what I'm out. experiencing right now is video game fatigue, um, where I'm just kind of in the state, this limbo state, where I don't necessarily care to play anything right now. Like Smash Brothers, I'm. Eh. I mean, I do. We we were playing. It takes two a little bit, but I just. I don't know. I'm in this weird state where I'm just like, eh, I'm okay right now. I don't want to play anything. And I, I don't know if it has anything to do with like the situation right now happening at work with how busy it is. And I'm just like tired and not wanting to play and sit down. But I'm sure it, it, th- this is like a coming. It comes and goes. Like I've had these situations before. So I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you. Oh, yeah. There's been a bunch of times in my life where I didn't feel like playing video games. Not because I disliked them anymore. I didn't want to. But because... I don't know. It's just it's like you get overloaded during the holidays. You have so much time to play them, and you have so much selection that they're so – it's just too much. You just get overwhelmed, and then nothing seems fun anymore because you're so overwhelmed. So you're like, I'm not going to play anything at all. But that's why I've been playing League of Legends because it's very, very – it's such a different game. Yeah, it, you're, you're always like in it. You're always in it, and it's never just you're, – you're never bored. You're always just – but there's also so, a lot of time dedicated too. It's like forty minutes a match or something. Right, you can't just stop and pause the game. It, the matches are thirty to forty minutes long, which can be annoying sometimes. Yeah, I'm awesome. Right? Yeah, so I played a little bit of It Takes Two with you, and we're still not finished with that game. But I've also been dabbling a little bit with Days Gone here and there. Same. Um, so it's just you know I'm just kind of in that weird state, but I I'm sure once you know January the end of January comes and then February hits, that's when I'm going to be picking it back up. So yeah, especially we played 
it takes two and that one part that we got to oh my god if you guys have not played it takes two i recommend you playing it's a fantastic game it's obviously game of the year right for this for last year and there's just one scene i won't spoil it but there's just one scene where it's i'm just gonna just give you a hint it's like a a cuter version of god of war that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah that's that's a great way of, of describing it it was great um but yeah, let's get into. Uh, do you want to get into the news right now? Do you want to talk about like what Project Tech Gaming is like? What we have kind of in store, like hinting some of the things. Like, what do you want to do right now? I know I'm the host, but yeah, let's let's go through the news. Let's get that out of the way. Give okay. the people the information, and then we can kind of talk about everything Project Tech Gaming related. Right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's get into our first news story of the week. So we're going to be talking about Sony announcing PlayStation VR 2, Horizon VR, and more at CES 2022. Now, we already knew that PlayStation already announced uh, the PlayStation VR 2, but now they actually finally gave us the name and kind of a little bit more details about PlayStation VR 2. Um, So during CES which is a consumer's electronic show. Sony Sony is the first to actually start off this year with a bang and actually giving us news announcements. So they're actually giving us information here. And they gave us a little bit of tidbits from ga- gaming-related things. Uh, so currently, right now, there are 17 studios under PlayStation Studios. They're going to be announcing a tournament feature coming to PS5. Nothing else besides that. It was just, here's a tournament feature coming to PS5, and that was that. Um, a Twisted Metal series... Uh, announced by PlayStation Productions. Now, this was heavily rumored at some point later uh, last year, but this was actually confirmed now by Sony at CES, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I think big... the last Twisted Metal was Twisted Metal Black. Was that the last one for PS2? Oh, possibly. I, I, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Okay. But this is a, a show that they're talking about. This is a series. Right. Oh, not a game. This is yeah, a show. Yeah, no, this is a show from PlayStation Studios. Uh interesting yeah. that could be mm-hmm. kind of cool yeah we'll talk about that okay. in a bit yeah. um and then the biggest news obviously from ces is that playstation has announced their next gen vr system name which is playstation vr 2 um and a little bit of feedback or a little bit of information from that they have uh controllers that are called uh vr 2 sense controllers so the controllers for the playstation vr are called sense controllers uh the headset will include eye tra- eye tracing which is pretty cool. Um, haptic feedback, sensory features. It'll have 4K HDR, USB-C, uh, foveate rendering, which is a system that manages uh, graphical powers. Uh, basically, it's more efficiency using fewer pixels used to create environments. It's better resolution, all that mumble-jumble stuff. And I'll have a 110-degree field of view. Um, so that, that was basically the information that we got from PlayStation VR. And then they also announced Horizon, Call of the Mountain, which is coming to PlayStation VR 2. Very first time a Horizon game going to PlayStation VR. Um, it's being developed by Gorilla and Fire, Spite, Fire Sprite. I'm sorry. And this is a quote from PlayStation blog here uh, based off of the game. We don't want to reveal too much just yet, but this story will be told through the eyes of an entirely new character. You'll, you will also meet Aloy, other familiar faces, and new characters along the way. And we'll be introducing you to the protagonist of Horizon Call of Mountain soon. So, a lot of information here. Let's start off with let's start off from the beginning here. So, 17 Studios, that sounds fantastic. We know that they're working on stuff, great. Nothing really there to kind of unfold, right? The new tournament feature though, what do you think about that? Is that anything that kind of spikes your interest at all? 
I can't really say just because I don't know really what it's going to be. Is it going to allow you to play in tournaments a lot easier, like jump in a tournament, kind of like you have you play in Super Smash Bros, where it's like a tournament mode? Mm. Is it is it going to be kind of like that? No idea. They literally just announced it, and then it was just like, all right, and then they just moved on to something else. So there's no information based off of that. My, my guess is it could be uh, – I don't know if it's – game base if it's talking about a tournament feature based off of a specific game or space or basing it off of uh like trophy system like you can have some type of tournament mode as far as like you know who has right. the most trophy i don't know i, I don't is there like a have little no thing that's gonna say these are the tournaments that are happening in these games right now play this game to, to jump into this tournament maybe maybe that could it could be it i don't know but yeah. it's kind of weird that they announced it, but give us no information. Yeah, that was weird. And then, um, so the Twisted Metal series, that's interesting, right? So they announced that Twisted Metal will have a, it's essentially it's a show, right? So they have, it's going to be in the likes of The Last of Us, right? Which HBO is currently working on. So right. that sounds interesting. That sounds pretty cool. What do you think about that? I wasn't a huge fan of the Twisted Metal series when I was a kid. So I can't say, I can't speak to the show as much just because i don't really know the lore all i know is that clown i forget his name and it kills me that i forget his name he was in playstation all-stars right yes he was you think about it he was in uh killer the clown or something like that Not oh it's gonna all. bother me uh so i'll, I'll figure it out yeah I'll google that but i think it's a cool concept anything that playstation studios wants to do with their ips and make uh, shows out of it i'm all for it right yeah. it, it was I'll, people love that game so I imagine that it's going to be well received if they obviously if they do it right. Um, the name you're looking for is Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Yes. Ah, did, real quick, did you know they gave Sweet Tooth pretty much the same? Basically, like I don't know how to say it, but treatment as Captain Falcon. In a sense, how so for PlayStation All Stars, like in. The F Zero series, you don't actually get to control Captain Falcon. Ah. You just get to control his car. Right, right. Right. In the Twisted Metal series, you don't get to control the people inside the car. You only, or the, the you only get to, you get to control the cars only. You don't get to control the people. Right. So for PlayStation All Stars, they had to make him like his own avatar, give him a move set and stuff. So he, him, and Captain Falcon have that and have that similar. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, man. Um, this is cool. I, I, I again, we haven't. We have yet to see what Sony is capable of when it comes to PlayStation produ- productions, right? When it comes to the Uncharted movie, when it comes to Last of Us show, we don't know what that means right now because we haven't seen them yet, right? I know Uncharted right. is coming out very soon. I think next month. Um, from what I'm seeing, it, it looks okay. It looks just like a you know action-packed movie that kind of has that Uncharted look to it, but I'm not sure if it's going to really hit all the cues that uncharted did when you're playing the game so we'll have to see right um as far as twisted metal goes i'm like you where i'm not really a huge fan of it but i would like to see a cool twisted metal show i can imagine them going based off of each character and kind of giving them their own like backstory and then you know just getting a little bit more development with each character i think that'd be cool Um, do you think they're actually going to use real people yeah as far as like they're actually they're not going to make a CGI. It's going to be the real people doing this. Yeah, this is definitely like a real like you know show going on. So, 
I'm interested. Okay. I'm interested. Uh, but again, I, I'm not sure how PlayStation Production is going to handle all these IPs and how they're going to handle these shows and sla- you know slash movies. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But um, now the big news here about uh, PlayStation VR. What what do you think about all this information that we just told, uh, talked about? I'm a big fan of it. Me having PS5, I'm excited to have a headset that I can purchase and hook it up to my PlayStation 5 and be able to easily play VR games. I haven't jumped on the Oculus yet just because I'm a little wary about Facebook and I know mm-hmm. like they, they own that and I really, with the privacy thing and now they're tracking your movements and stuff, it's just like, I don't feel comfortable with that as much. But PlayStation, a little more comfortable with right with that kind of stuff um because they're strictly gaming the controllers the the sense controllers they actually remind me a lot of like the oculus's controller in a sense they're a little more they're spears they don't have like kind of like that handle Mm -hmm. but they look they look comfortable enough to use and i mean i'm excited to try them out yeah um i here's the thing i've always been interested as a taste Okay. Hesitant, yes, yes, for sure. But Same. also, I, very, I've been hesitant too. Very interested in PlayStation and in VR in general because I've never really tried it out a full fledged game. The last, the only time I did play uh, a PlayStation VR game, and it wasn't even a game; it was kind of like a a demo or something. Was when we went to PAX in like 2018 or something like that, and we tried that. That's v- a bad example. It was a that's terrible a, example, but that's, that's the a only bad example, example I got. <laughs> no, the only thing I don't like about VR is it gives me a headache sometimes. Depending for on the sure. Game. Yeah, and this is why I'm a little eerie about it because I, I I don't have a lot of experience with VR. So from what I've seen, PlayStation is the only route I would take with place with VR. Right? Um, I'm not really interested in the Oculus Quest VR like that. I don't, I, it's just nothing for me there. But at least as far as PlayStation goes, like I would be willing to try it out. But there's a few things I don't like, especially with this one coming out. It's still wired. Now, granted, it's only one wire. Right, it's only one wire connecting to the to the headset, which is right. not terrible. But at the same time, I don't like that tether being there. constant there, being there. You know, so that's one issue. And and then the other issue too I have is just I don't have the space for it. You know, like I don't want to dedicate my time and money to something to this equipment to this like second piece to the PlayStation when I'm not going to really use it. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I use it probably for a week, a month, maybe two months tops, and then I'll just put it away and never use it again. Depends on the games. Depends on the hardware. Like Beat Saber. Have you played Beat Saber? Yeah, I heard it's fantastic, though. Oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. It's essentially like a target, like a rhythm game, yeah. but with swords. And you oh, like, I've heard of it, yeah. I, I heard it's, it's I heard cool. great things about it constantly. I just never played so, it. So that'll probably be the first game I purchase on PlayStation VR. But, I mean, you're, you're set up right there in your, in your, in your, your gaming room. You have enough room right there to hook up your VR and play your VR downstairs if you wanted to. Now, it's going to be funny when, you know, your wife comes downstairs and you're over there, like, with your Doing headset some crazy like shit, yeah. You, you know? But I think this is what's going to be, what's going to take for you to jump, finally jump on the VR train, train is the, the VR headset. Yeah. I mean, a few things that Sony announced, too, is, like, let's talk about the specs, right? I mean, this is... I feel like the first time where Sony's actually being more of a competitor to the other uh, VR headsets. Right. It's not just like a side, like, we have this too, but it's not as full-fledged as the other ones. You right. know? I always felt like Sony um, had the most uh, user-friendly, or not the user-friendly, the most uh, 
first interface or like the like you know you going into this vr uh thing for the very first time like that would you would probably pick playstations to do that because it was a very like easygoing kind of like user-friendly thing to to do whereas like i think the oculus feels a little bit more intimidating to get in when you first try vr um so this is the first time where you're seeing, you know, Sony having that 4K, you're, you're having the haptic feedback, that they're really going full-fledged with it. So I think that they're putting a lot of their eggs in this basket for good reasons, you know. Another thing. I think it's going to be really, when it does come out, it's going to, it didn't specify when it's coming out. They said that. It, they didn't really give a date. I don't see. No, they didn't give a date. Not yet, no. But, um, this thing's gonna be probably pricey. How much well, you think it's gonna? Let's be? talk about it. Yeah. So, I know for sure it cannot be more than the PlayStation Five, right? So it's well, not gonna be. Well, well, let's. I'm, we're just trying to kind of like you know, cross cross some of the things here. So it's not gonna be. What's the PS Five? Five hundred bucks or something like that, right? Four hundred or five hundred, depending on what model you get. So I I can see this being probably 350 to 400 bucks um if they if they play their cards right what about you i think 400 bucks would be the sweet spot i don't think it's going to be 300 just because again the 4k resolution Mm -hmm. that's in there um the thing also vibrates on your head apparently so there's haptic feedback there again the oculus quest 2 is 300 so they have to keep in mind that they have to be competitive with the other headsets and if they make this thing too expensive it's gonna you know it's gonna drive away some people from some people from from purchasing it so i'm gonna stick by probably four hundred dollars at launch yeah i think four hundred dollars it's still pricey it is pricey pricey. again because you need a ps5 too exactly exactly and i think that's the problem where it feels like an addition to the playstation 5 which is great but that starts adding up, you know, and I don't know. It, it, it's weird because Sony has that name recognition, right? So people know, oh, they see PlayStation VR. They know it's from Sony. They're like, okay, well, this has to be a good product, right? So I can definitely see people trying it out and purchasing it and having a great time. But if it depends on the price. It depends on if, if they can actually maintain a good price point for consumers. And I, I feel like 400 has to be the sweet spot. You know, like four fifty, it can't be. You can't do that. Three fifty, maybe, depending on how much they want to lose in the beginning, right? How much money they want to lose at first. But we'll have to see. So we're thinking probably somewhere in the range between three hundred and five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars being like top range. I don't see this thing being five hundred dollars. That's I, crazy. I wouldn't even think five hundred. Honestly, yeah. I think it's three to four hundred. Three to four hundred for this for this piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people would be willing to fork over three hundred dollars. The price of Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For this thing, if you think about it. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more information later down this year. But so far, I'm interested, but I'm I'm a little hesitant, just like I was last generation. You know. Yeah. Um. One problem with it, I see though, and this obviously is a problem with everything that comes out. It's gonna be hard to get when it does come out. Yeah. It's yeah, gonna be a shortage. Always, it's gonna be sold out day one. So it's gonna be a while till we actually again. Get it, our like hands you said, it depends on the games. It depends on what they have coming out day one. You know, right. or at least like along the lines, close to it. Calling it right now, you're gonna pre-order it day one. 
No, Calvin you don't know me. You have no nope. idea who I am. Again, right. I've been very hesitant with VR. I have not tried VR at all. All right. So, and, and again, right, we'll the see. few things that kind of deter me away from it is just the fact that wires, I want it to be completely wireless. This one, I can kind of deal with the one wire situation, but I don't know. Again, the games, I just have to see. I have to wait and see. Okay. Uh, so what do you think about the Horizon game that they announced? Like, you saw the trailer. Yeah. I, I can't really say there wasn't enough information. It was just them on a boat and the big dra- the big dinosaur goes over them and that's it. It I I don't know if it's gonna be on rails. It almost looks like it was gonna be on rails. That's what I so, thought too. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know how, I I have to see more. So I I don't have an opinion on it yet. But cool world. They they pull it off. It is a cool world to be in this mechanical dinosaurs so that's that's in a post apocalyptic world. Yeah. That's cool. But Show me more stuff. What I can do? What can I do in that realm? Can I can I fire the bow? Can I? Is it gonna be Horizon in first person view, but VR? You know? Yeah, it's weird because they they specifically specifically said that you're not going to be Aloy. You're gonna be your own character, and that they'll announce the protagonist later down the line. Um, so I don't know why. Like, is I don't know. Like, well, you, normally when you put a headset on, like it, you're the person that you're playing, right? So I guess you're playing as somebody else in this game. Um, so I don't know how full fledged this is it going to be story based. How long is it going to be? I would say a good eight to ten hours would be tops for me, but it might see. be twenty hours. Again, you said that Jesus for Christ uh, for it takes two, and we're still playing it. So. We're talking about a VR game. Twenty hours in a VR game—that's a lot. Yeah, no, they have Resident Evil Four VR right now, and that game's a couple hours long. It's a full game. Not twenty, bro. <laughs> it's like a VR hour, game. VR, eight to ten VR hour game, isn't it? VR games can be long. It's not that they they have to be short. They can be long. You, I think you still think that VRs are kind of tied to like indie games. Like they're they're like short little snippet of games. But there are some VR games that are just full. Not games. at all. I just think that with how difficult it is to be in that. Think about it. You're putting this thing in your face, and you you're not like. There's been a lot of issues with people just getting headaches and just kind of like mm-hmm. getting issues with just staying long enough in the VR experience. I can only imagine developers just trying to keep it safe and be like, oh, let's do the, like a five to six hour game just so that people don't kind of put it away because it's too much for them, you know? Hey, I'm just going to leave you off on this note. Skyrim's in on VR. So, well, people who play Skyrim on in VR are psychopaths. So there's just, that. Just saying there's long games on VR. They're very common. So if you had one game that Sony would can bring into the VR experience, what would it be? Uh, that's hard to say. I already know one right now. Spider-Man would be kind of cool. That would be dope. I think they have. I think they have, right? I think that's they not, have. Uh, they, they've done Iron Man. Yeah, Spider-Man be cool because you're just like swimming around. That'd be kind of sick. I would like Returnal. Now, it'd be a little crazy with how fast-paced that game is, but I'm sure they can figure something out. But you would vomit. Yeah, I would vomit, but yeah, not not in that aspect where like you're literally trying to dodge like you know projectiles and stuff like that. But just the way all these colorful like beams start shooting out and just being in that world, I think it'd be really cool to see in VR for sure. I hope they allow you to play the game, even if it's not a VR game, to play on your VR headset. So you have like the screen right in front of you, like that. Like, say you wanted to play Returnal, you have it right in front of your face. Yeah. Play it with the controls. I think that'd be kind of cool, but I don't know. They're going to do that. 
We'll see. We'll see. Uh, news number two, Rob. New gaming tech announced at CES. We're still not done with CES. So the RTX 3050 graphics card was announced. Um, uh, so we have a new graphics card by NVIDIA. It is a budget-friendly RTX uh, 3050, which is $250. Um, That's so good. Right? <laughs> it will offer ray tracing at 60 frames per second at 1080p, and it will launch January 27th this month. So it's an affordable graphics card, finally. And, um, of course, we'll probably not be able to get it. It will probably be sold out day one. But what do you think about this uh, information here? Yeah, I think this is great for a lot of people, for consumers. The graphics cards have been going this crazy thing with the, like the crypto mining and stuff like that. So the price has just been crazy. So a lot of people are working with like older graphics cards where like they came and run mm-hmm. game, new games that are coming out right now. Like I know several people that ha- their graphics cards are so old that they can't play the newest games. And I'm like, that freaking sucks, man. And you can spend the money but you're gonna you're you're, you're paying a, it's gonna be scalped or it's gonna be way overpriced and the card's not even that new this card allows people to finally enter the realm where they can play the games right. that are coming out now you know so again it's gonna be hard to get one because like all graphics cards that come out they get scrapped up immediately but if you can get your hands on this this is this is a nice card to get the price is great and I know a lot of people don't have the 1440 or, or 4K monitors yet, um, so you'll be able to have top performance 1080p gaming for 250 bucks. I think that's that's a bargain. That's a steal. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. I think if you can find this graphics card, then you will be all set. I think it's a great choice for consumers. Um, so if you need a good graphics card that doesn't break the bank, I think it's perfect for you, right? Um, and it's probably the, it's the cheapest one from the 3000 series. So I think right, it's yeah. it's a, it's a good bang for your buck um but the problem is you got to find it so uh a good place to a good source to look at is if you have twitter go to wario64's account and he is an excellent source to help kind of give you that access he posts non-stop like he, that guy is a psychopath sometimes where he's just constantly posting and giving you Did deals you, finding you like where to get a ps5 uh, switch like you name it so any, anything like tech related but did you see that he posted covid um test did he Fucking yeah genius. like to find to find covid test that's wild yeah yeah he, he's really good i think I, i'm pretty sure he's a bot so he has a bot uh, he probably has several bots that he uses but he uses his powers for good yes 100 <laughs> you know what i mean so, so I, go on gonna... to twitter check him out wario 64 he can definitely help you out if you are trying to search for any type of uh, hardware console whatever um oh. yes go ahead I was going to say, I'll also note that this card actually does not have the Founders Edition from NVIDIA. Mm. So you can't get this card like directly from NVIDIA. You have to get it through other manufacturers. So like Asus, you know, the normal ones, um, Gigabyte, all those guys, um, MSI. You, you can't actually get NVIDIA's Founder cards for this, for this card, basically so. We also got more information on uh, HyperX Cloud Alpha wireless headset, which was unveiled. Um, so the HyperX Cloud Alpha headset are some of the best in the industry, and there's a wireless version now, and you can finally uh, boast up to 300 hours of battery life with this headset. So on a single charge, like that's crazy. Jesus, fuck, dude, holy crap. Yeah. 300 hours 
not having to charge your headset. So this is you not actually having to plug a headset for over two weeks, basically, if you want to think of it that way. Um, it's uh, about the same weight and as a wired model, a, mo- a wired model, and it gives you the same performance. Um, so if you're looking for a headset, a wireless headset, this one is a no-brainer. So, question for you: I know we both of us have the um, Still Jesus. Serious. Still Serious. Thank you. Uh, these are excellent headphones. I love them to death. HyperX, though, what do you think of those? Because I've not really played with any of those. So I personally have never used HyperX. I think I may put on my head once and they were pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I have a couple of friends that swear by them. They okay. love that brand. They love HyperX. They're just, they said they're super comfy. They never have issues with them. So this coming out with 300 hours of battery life, like you said, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. And it is cheaper than the headsets that you and me have. I know yours, you have yours connected to your PS5, which is behind you, the um, Artis Wireless. That is $330, where it has a swappable battery packs, which basically means you're always wireless 100% of the time, for the most part. But with these, it's only $200, and you get 300 hours, so you're rarely ever going to have to plug that thing in. And if you do, just plug it in right when you go to bed, and then it's good to go. So yeah, I, I think if I didn't have these... 100% would jump on those. Those are those are a great value. Yeah, so again, we have the Artist Pro wireless headphones, um, headsets, sorry. And like Rob said, they're, for at least right now, if you look online, they're $350. 350. It's probably for the newest model. We have probably the, the, the gen before that newest one. Could be, could be. But yeah. these are great. I love them to death. Like These are not the ones, the ones that I have in the back, the ones that you, Rob have, but they're fantastic. Now, those that we're talking about now, the HyperX ones are 200 bucks. So it's, again, like you said, 150 bucks difference, right? Difference. Um, but they're not replaceable batteries. They're just chargeable batteries. So, again, 300 hours worth of battery life, which is still fantastic. So I think the better value right now would probably be the HyperX ones um, just because you're able to save that $100 plus get a good amount of battery life with it. So Yeah. I mean, me personally, I can't go back to wired. I can't do it for anything. See, I have these wired, but these don't bother me as much. Um, but when I definitely, I think it's a, it's a, a, a nice treat when I play on my PS five and I exclusively <laughs> use those, I'm like, Oh, this is nice. I don't have to worry about anything, but these are not bad at all. I thought you had the pulse, uh, headset, but you don't, you, ha- you use the artist. You, you, I think you had the, the one for PlayStation four, PlayStation right? four. Yeah. Ah, yep. okay. Yep. I think That's I still it. have them somewhere. Yeah. I have them somewhere here, but yeah, they're, they're not bad either, but. If you want like premium quality headphones or headsets, I keep saying headphones. These are the way to go for sure. Uh, news number three, guys. Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox Game Pass, but there's a catch. Uh, Ubisoft unveiled on Wednesday that their Ubisoft Plus library will be integrated into Game Pass. So that sounds fantastic. However, uh, EA Play, which is also integrated with Game Pass, does not incur an additional subscription to use EA library. Uh, Ubisoft Plus will cost additional on top of the Game Pass service. And on another note, oh, and that was it. And then I'll, I'll get to that part after. Um, so, yeah, Ubisoft Plus going into Game Pass. Not necessarily the way we think of it because EA Play is what actually is integrated into Game Pass. But Ubisoft will just basically be in addition to uh, Game Pass. So what do you think about that? I think it's kind of dumb. Like the point of integrating with something is so that you don't have to 
pay another subscription, like a separate subscription. So like, okay, it's available within the app, but I also need to pay additional outside of it. Right. Which is like kind. I know the Xbox is going to have a special package where it's like you get Ubisoft plus and game pass and all that stuff. But look at EA play. You're not paying additional money for that library of games where how come Ubisoft, you can do the same thing. Just add it to you at game passes library. And then that way you're getting fans because they have access to these games. And I'm like, well, maybe when the newest Assassin's Creed comes out, I'll actually jump on that one. I'll actually buy that one because I'm a fan of the other ones I got to play via Game Pass. But yeah. I mean so I to to break it down for you guys, so it's gonna cost the Ubisoft Plus is gonna cost fifteen dollars. That's not included into your uh Game Pass subscri- subscription. So if you are paying for a basic Game Pass, it's ten dollars. And if you're paying for the pro version, it's $15, the ultimate version. So on top of that, if you want the Ubisoft Plus, that's an additional $15. So you're going to be paying upwards of maybe $30 just to play, you know, just to have these two subscriptions. And that's only if you have just these two subscriptions, right? Because we talk yeah. about it. If you're a gamer, you're more more than likely having multiple subscriptions. So you probably have uh, Nintendo Switch. You probably have their online service. You probably have PlayStation as well. So that can add up. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I don't like constantly getting subscription, 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 you know? And they should have just, they should have learned from Nintendo. Like, to yeah. do it right. They have so many, like, everyone is going into subscriptions now. Do you know who just got a subscription service? Who's that? I'll give you one guess. What? Taco Bell. Taco Bell has a subscription service? Taco Bell has a subscription service now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. You, I, I don't know how much it is. I didn't check into it, but you get a taco, a taco a day for 30 days. So you can just walk into Taco Bell, get a free taco. That's not bad. <laughs> You're going to go into Taco Bell every single day and get a, and get a taco? If if you are purchasing a subscription then for from Taco Bell, then you are committed. So yes, I wouldn't. Not me, but if for those that I'm like that are love that love Taco Bell to death, they would do it. That sounds like a great idea, especially like me. For example, I have a Taco Bell right down the street. Like I could walk there if I wanted to. So that doesn't sound like a bad idea. But that's just me. I don't know. Um, but it depends. So going back to this whole game subscription thing, it depends if. I see that. So, if if you're a gamer that only has one particular system, and are is you're willing to pay thirty, dot let's say you're you're willing to pay right. for a Game Pass and you're willing to pay for Ubisoft Plus, that's thirty bucks, right? And that's right. all you play. That's all you have. You know, it's not a bad deal in a sense because that's you're paying thirty bucks a month for an abundance of games. You're talking about EA Play. You're talking about Game Pass. You're talking about Ubisoft Plus. Like if that's if that's all you're strictly playing, you know. But I there's so many games in that catalog that you would never ever be able to fully utilize you spending all that money. Think about like an Assassin's Creed game. How long does it take to get through an Assassin's Creed game? It just doesn't like you're you're spending hours and hours and and hours in that game. There's some people who just like love Assassin's Creed. That's all they play. But that that means that you're getting your money's worth. For those yeah, but, if, again, if you're just strictly staying with that ecosystem. 
paying thirty dollars a month. That's expensive. That's half the game. But you're getting an, you're getting more than one game. You're getting a right. But I'm saying it's like overkill. Almost. It's like it's like, it's like overkill. For sure, but, it like, is. You should. But I'm yeah. saying if you're looking at it from like dollar the dollar ratio, like you're still getting your money's worth because it is thirty bucks. It is expensive. I'm not gonna say it's not, but for the amount of games that you're getting, like thirty bucks, and if that's oh all yeah, you you're play, getting your, yeah exactly. But for a normal human being, you're never ever gonna have like you'll never get your full value in a sense because you're never gonna play all those games. I don't know you. Some we some kids you, they don't they go they're high schoolers they go to school they go sit down and play games that's all they do you know I mean us growing yeah, but they up, don't, they don't they don't got thirty dollars a month to, to buy that so mom and dad do but not not them so they're not getting that that's what I'm saying they don't have to pay for it but they have the time you know what I mean but anyways we're just getting off track but yeah it, I I overall I just think that this is not a great deal and I mean we'll see maybe one day Ubisoft will incorporate it into Game Pass but. It'd be huge if they did because that's just I don't know I don't know how Game Pass is going to survive with just fifteen bucks a month, but I'm sure it has to go up at some point. I hope it stays the way it is because it's perfect. I it is, always, but I'll, I, no, no, don't I, say it. Don't even say it. No, it's not I'm going just to stop. Stop, I'm it. Just stop saying. it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, additionally, to Rainbow Six Extraction is coming day one to Xbox Game Pass, um, and on PC as well on January twentieth. So, Kaka. well, we have our we have our our. I don't know. Rainbow Six Extraction, I've heard good things. Like people like it for some reason. I I've the the things that we've seen, the trailers that we saw, I, I'm not a huge fan of. But again, Rainbow Six doesn't really speak to me. So it just I guess if you are a Rainbow Six fan, it looks good. I don't know. No comment. Oh. I'm not gonna nope. say anything nice, so I'm gonna say no comment. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, let's get into PTG talks. All right, Rob. So PTG talks. So our one year anniversary at uh, Project Tech Gaming. So let's talk about Project Tech Gaming, right? A year later. So with this being our one year anniversary, let's look back at what we did with PTG and reflect on some of our favorite PTG episodes. Um, this is going to be kind of like a laid back conversation. And so we're just going to l- l- look back at some of the episodes that we've done and just talk about them. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that just because it's it's been a crazy year that we've been doing this. I can't believe we haven't missed a single episode. Like that's wild to me. Yeah. And we made a full year and I'm excited for what's to come next, but yeah, let's let's definitely look back. So, question for you, what is your favorite moment or favorite episode on PTG? And guys, if you guys have a favorite episode that you would like to let us know, let us know on Twitter or on Spotify in the question section as well. So, let us know what your favorite episode is. So, Rob? It was actually kind of hard to pick because there were so many moments that, like, for us specifically, as far as growth goes, happened. And it was it's hard to pinpoint the one exact moment. I'm like, this this was the one I felt, I felt good. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say I almost picked episode two. Because really? episode two sounds so much better than episode one. Yeah. Like, by 100%. a landslide episode one actually you guys if you guys want to hear episode one i'm going to play a quick clip of it right now so you guys can oh, hear God. it so that i'm going to put i'm going to put it on right now all right welcome everybody to our first ever uh podcast we are project tech gaming we're starting off our podcast with the uh very first episode today i'm joined with co-host rob rob garcia 
and I'm Kelvin, and we're going to start off with just uh, introducing ourselves with the, uh, just kind of giving you guys a little brief introduction of what we, who we are and what, why we want to do this. So uh, Rob, if you want to start off. Yeah, so me and Kelvin have known each other since we were about seven years old, so. Okay, and yeah that that was that's that was really bad compared to how we speak now we're just not confident at all and it just it was so new it's a new thing you know you, you don't know but yeah that was kind of crazy but my favorite episode was episode 38 who's the last super smash brothers ultimate dlc fighter obviously we knew the answer episode after but not specifically because of the topic itself Okay. Because we finally found a footing on who we were mm. as a podcast. Because at first we're like, okay, are we doing tech, are we doing news, and we're just like, ah, all right, whatever. So uh, then we had the game of the week. Remember, we had the game of the week thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So I feel like this was the first episode where we're like, okay, we found our identity. We found what our format's going to be finally for the podcast. We're just speaking, you're just guys giving you news, having a conversation. And that's it. And we kind of got all the fluff away. And we had a great conversation about Smash. We, we you know, we, we finally found our footing as to as to who we were. So I, I feel like that was the best episode, in my opinion, as far as not necessarily like the moment wise, but just structure wise, you know? Right. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of growth and a lot of growth happened throughout most episodes like i feel like we we kind of grew each episode more and more you know especially like like you said episode two leap years away from episode one because we just sound so much better right but it's been it's been a long journey and obviously it's been a year but it's been a longer journey in my head because it's been a lot of constant changing and a constant like just trying to do better figuring out what we are who we are so it's been it's been tough. So you're saying episode thirty eight, uh, because of just the format, how we've changed and what what we decide, like we're we we finally found our identity in that sense, right? Right. Everything kind of fell into place yeah. episode thirty eight because we got rid of kind of like the different aspects where it didn't really speak to us anymore and it wasn't really our our identity. So I I think I like that one, and plus the conversation was really good. That. If you guys want to listen to any episode, that's a good episode because me and Kevin go back and forth about who's the last DLC character for Smash, and it's it's great banter. That's probably one of our, our best banters, I would say, of back and forth. Yeah, so I have yeah, my sure. favorite episode, and you're not going to believe this, but it's fucking episode 38. <laughs> I swear to Come God. Come on, <laughs> but dude. This is, but, this is the, but this is the catch, okay. though. So it's okay, not okay, it's okay. completely it's not. different than what you're saying. So. Wow, the reason why I picked 38, and that's funny because we didn't even talk about this prior to, to recording this. But um, so episode 38, we talked about the Smash DLC, uh, who's the Smash DLC character. And the last one. Right. The last one. And we kind of go on a banter, who it is and all that stuff. And I think those moments are probably my highlights of PTG because there's other episodes too, right? So I, I picked 38, but there's episode eight as well where we talk about Pyra and Mithra, uh, and, and there's episode 11 where we talk about something completely different. But I'll get to, I'll get to that in a little bit. But basically, for 38, we go on a banter back and forth, right? And those moments when when we have that conversation piece of like, oh, 
we we obviously have a lot of a lot to talk about for that particular topic and we want to get it out of our system like we we you know in a way we're like we're we're trying to say everything we have to say but we have to obviously wait because we're trying to have a conversation as well so we have to like kind of hold our thoughts in a little bit that's the conversation that i love that's the kind of like banter that i love because there's so much to say so much um thought process that's going in your head that you want to say but you can't because you're obviously just waiting to wait your turn basically like it's right. the, the conversation is that good that you're just kind of like holding in what else you're you have just to say. See, like i want i need to get this out i need to get this out right and i feel like that's how it was on that episode and in general just talking about smash talking about who that dlc fighter is like we obviously are very knowledgeable when it comes to smash and things that we are knowledgeable in you can obviously tell and i'm talking about listeners here that we have a better feel a better rhythm more comfortable conversation because we obviously know the material and we want to kind of state our opinions. Um, same thing with episode 11, where for me, at least, we talk about the whole Discord situation with Microsoft. And um, mm-hmm. um, at some point later in the episodes, we talk about Sony actually acquiring Discord for that partnering. Um, and things like that for me, I love because when it comes to gaming, obviously, I love gaming related things, but when it comes to things that happen in the gaming industry as far as like company wise that for some reason i love i really enjoy like i wish i could be a fly on the wall when it comes to discussions with building a new game or things like some things that happen in the background with uh situations that happen in in sony's department or microsoft department like those things like that corporate shit for some reason i love and for sony and microsoft to like talk about getting discord for some reason, that gets me like hyped, you know, because it, it makes me want to think about, oh, what if this is going to happen? What's going to happen with Sony a year down the line? How is this going to change the landscape? How is this going to change the gaming industry as a whole? Like things like that. Fun fact on an episode we had uh, Game of the Week still. And if you guys if you guys are new listeners, we had a segment every week where we would play a new game. And give you our impressions of that game for about 10 to 11 minutes into the, the podcast. But what we came to find out was it was not feasible. <laughs> for us, it's, at it's, least, yeah. Yeah, for us, at least, it was not feasible to constantly be playing a brand new game um, every every week. And we'd stream it and we wouldn't be able, be able to finish the game. So it just didn't work out. It, it was fun, but I'm glad we, we got... That's what I'm saying, that the growth thing. I'm glad that we got rid of that part because... Mm-hmm. It was just a fluff in a sense for us because the real meat of the podcast is when me and you have these conversations about stuff, right? right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of growth, and you'll see if you guys have been with us since day one, you'll see that we've been constantly changing and, and constantly switching things up because again, this is not a perfect podcast. We're figuring things out as we go. We're trying to play with different ideas, play with different, um, you know, just things that we think of on the spot we have little meetings here and there and just kind of say hey what can we do to improve our you know our podcast for our listeners like there's things that we are doing on a daily basis to help not just us but you guys have a better experience you know with our podcast so it's it's definitely a interesting journey that we've been through and it's still it like i don't know about you but it's still fun like i still think about going into the podcast and each episode i'm just like yeah i'm excited like i want to talk about whatever it is that we're going to talk about today you know 
Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing, right? Is yes, this is, we talk mainly about gaming news, but it doesn't always need to be about gaming news. Like we'll bring you, we'll give you, we try to give the listener what is happening in the industry and what are new games and and what's the new 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 gear and stuff like that, right? That that's coming out. But the meat of the conversation will always be that the, the banter that we and Kelvin, our opinions against each other, in a sense, right, right. Because we found out, especially doing this podcast, that we are two completely different people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I always thought like, oh, yeah, Rob, he's my brother. Like, we're like two peas in a pod. And not, I mean, we are. But when it comes to decisions and when it comes to gaming, we're different completely, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, which, it's very interesting. Which is a very good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It would be boring if it wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is basically us kind of reminiscing and thinking back of like all the stuff that we've dealt with and all the stuff that we kind of, you know, put on the table as we kept going with these 52 episodes. And this is where we stand now. This is how we sound now a year later from that first episode. So I think we sound great. I think we've done an amazing improvement from day one. Obviously, we still have a lot to learn, a lot to improve, but this is this is it right now, you know, and obviously moving forward from here, we're going to be doing much better and greater things. I want to uh, do an honorable mention for uh, for one of the episodes. I think in second place for me would probably be the episode we did with uh, Benchworthy Gaming, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. with uh, when Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pearl came out. And actually, we got to get we got to talk to him because Legends of uh, Legends Arceus is coming out. So we're going to have him as a guest again yep. on the show, hopefully. Right. But yep. that was the first time we had a guest. And that yeah. was so fun. And I let me will- tell you guys, I was nervous. I will be completely honest. It was just a regular day for us, obviously. But we had Kevin on the show. And for some reason, being the host in, in itself, you feel kind of nervous just, you know, naturally. But with another host it just kind of makes amplifies that a little bit more at least for me right and this is not like recorded in the sense that we we like take out and edit everything out it this is one shot like one take and that's it like yeah. we don't really go in and edit this stuff this stuff is just as raw you know just raw <laughs> right yeah so whatever comes out comes out we can't really go back and do it because we try to make it as a live show as much as possible right, right? yeah but um, yeah I Find what episode that was. Oh, episode forty-six. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you guys have listened to that episode, that is uh, and that was a, good a great conversation between you, you and I, and Binge, uh, just kind of talking about Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake and him giving his thoughts and just kind of having a really great conversation about that game. Guy, that guy's killing YouTube game, by the way. He's got so many. He's getting so many subscribers now. Again, guys, if you like anything Pokemon related, especially Nuzlocke runs. Binge worthy gaming on YouTube. Yeah, he's branching out too. So he he does have a couple other streams on his yeah. uh, on his uh, channel. So check it out. Um, and I'm sure the other honorable mention would be probably the episode that we did with uh, the multiverse, uh, multiverse, right? Multiverse episodes, right? So with Daniel and with Claire, uh, those were fantastic because we got into like our kind of ourselves and just talk about how we got into podcast and what our faults are and what our highs and lows were. So that was a really deep conversation, which was great. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing too, that I guess looking to the future of the podcast, 
that's something that we want to incorporate more is to incorporate more more guests uh, this year. Right, Kelv? Absolutely. Um, like so do you want to kind of give them a little outline of what we want to do for this year? We talked about it a little bit on the multiverse episodes, but do you want to start off kind of like some of the things that we want to do? Yeah, I'll give a little, little hint here. Uh, there's definitely going to be one really big change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say what that change is, but it, it's pretty massive. Um, so so stay on the lookout for that. Uh, in the coming weeks, we'll, we'll definitely reveal it, but we're just not ready to do it yet. Yeah. Um, so there's one, ma- one big change. Um, and then... The other change is that we're, we're going to try and get as many guests on the podcast as possible. Um, so that being said, whoever's listening, if you want to be a guest on the show and just talk games with us, please Instagram, you know, DM us on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, um, and just be like, hey, like I want to be a, a guest on your show and we will make it work. And we, we love that, you know? 100%. Yeah. We want to get the community involved but we also want to just kind of have a great conversation with amongst the community amongst friends and just talk about games and talk about bantering you know video game stuff you know video game news and just kind of have a great time just like how we did with binge with uh, kevin you know it was a great time and i think we could definitely do that for each guest yeah again we're gonna have him on the show in a few weeks so I'll talk yep. about the new pokemon game um mm-hmm. yeah what about you kelv is there anything you want to mention to everyone um, yeah, I think we could mention this. It's not nothing too spoilery, right? But I feel like we will at some point, our, our goal for 2022 is to definitely have a bigger platform, right? So if that would involve uh, having a website, right? So yeah. we are in the works of building our own website to kind of, uh, kind of bring everyone into one place, kind of like you know funnel everyone home, into home base place. like yeah. a home base almost in a sense yeah you know? so like, you'll have we'll have everything that obviously every all the episodes right on the page um youtube videos on the page so it'll be interesting but stay on the lookout for that again it's a work in progress and we are just kind of like getting our ducks in a row just to kind of eventually present this to, to you guys in one shot right um so yeah those are kind of the big things again there's one major one I'm I'm really excited for this, and I can't wait yeah. to announce it. But we, we gotta wait. Yeah, <laughs> and like you said, we're gonna continue trying to work with other podcasters and trying to get them on our shows, and hopefully be affiliated with them on their shows, and just have a good connection between other other podcasters that are in the same niche. You know, I think that'd be great for us for for everyone else, and I think it's just a, a fun way to kind of get to learn and know other people. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's the number one goal for, for 2022 is to, to network and, and get other people on our show and um, in the gaming industry and make this a better podcast um, for you guys, make it more interesting. Because I know you probably get bored of just hearing you and Kelvin. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> let us know either way. Yeah. Uh, any final uh, thoughts, Rob? No, dude. It's been a hell of a year, man. It's been great. I can't see myself not doing this podcast. It'd be weird if I didn't do it. It, I feel like something's missing. I, right. I you know, so. yeah. It's it. It keeps you on your toes, and it keeps you always wanting to do better for yourself. At least for me, right? As far as like, I want to get better with my my speaking. Right? I want to be better speaking 
um, on a mic and, and being more comfortable on a camera. Like, so those things are obviously things that I always try to improve. So this is just kind of helping myself more so than just kind of doing a podcast just because I want to do one. Right. 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 I, I just excited that I'm able to put my thoughts out into the world mm-hmm. and give my opinion on the, one of my, my favorite hobbies. Right. right. It, it's just the thing we love to do. And it's hard because as you get older, you know, that hobby, you, you can't, you can't enjoy the hobby as much because you got responsibilities, right? As we all yep. know, but this allows me to kind of channel that even more mm-hmm. to actually talk about it and get excited about it again. Whereas it's just like this, you know, it, like it helps, it helps me stay excited about what we're doing here. Right, right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you haven't already followed us on our, on your favorite podcast service, um, don't forget to rate us on Apple podcasts. And now you can actually rate us on Spotify. So, um, this helps us in the algorithm. It pushes our podcast into more li- listeners. So please make sure to do that when you have a chance. Um, we have a lot of great things lined up, like we said. So follow us on so- social media to get the latest news. Look out for that. Um, any final thoughts? No. If you want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me or Kevin. Just DM us at uh, Project Tech Gaming on Instagram. Probably the easiest way. Yep. And we'll 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 make it work. So absolutely. Well, thank you guys again, and again, until next time. See ya.